And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Buff Bourguignon, French beef stew in red wine. We're going to serve it with braised onions and mushrooms and a wine dark sauce. It's a perfectly delicious dish. So we could put in a little more tomato paste or a little more thyme. In this case, we're fortunately find it's just right. Now for the thickening of it. Now we want to get our pan hot and we're going to saute it in this first until it's brown and then we're going to put it in this pot in which we're going to cook it in the oven. Now this is going to go in a 325 oven and it should cook very, very slowly, just at the bare simmer. And once it's in, except for checking the oven to make sure that it isn't bubbling and boiling, you don't have to look at it anymore. Then all let the soft grain out, and then we simply put the stew back into the casserole. There. You want the flavor of the onions and the beef to all blend themselves with the stew. That's going a little too hard, so I'll put it inside. There. In about two or three minutes, if you have it in the icebox, you heat it up very slowly and baste the meat with the sauce. And then and then you cover it and, and simmer it very slowly for about two or three minutes until everything is tender and hot through. Well, now this is ready to serve right now. Hi, this is April Chamberlain, and you're listening to Eat It and Beat It on the Two True Freaks Network. Do you know how many licks it takes to get to the center of my Tootsie Roll Pop? She has a radiant smile Born with a talent To light up a room Shining with love That you need to consume It's just the devil in Miss Jones Hello and welcome to an Extra double size beat at a double beat end of summer special. Now usually um, this would be a a commentary over a movie that we would watch in the garage in Queens, New York live, but it just didn't happen this year. It was a hard sell because well I can't remember the name of one of the tapes, but there were some random VHS tapes. One of them being Fallicide. But I guarantee you, they're still yep. in the garage. And you know, we, we, did, we next year for sure, and we just did a lot more eating. We did a lot more eating this year than we did. A lot more. There's more eating than beating. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna make up for lost time, and we're gonna beat twice as hard. Actually, there's even a bonus beat in this because we're actually covering three movies. Oh my god. This time, and who are we? Well. I am uh, Mr. Gregory Dork, and I am joined by Master of the Occult, Dr. Beelzebubby. Fuck me! Fuck me! Fuck me! And, oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that That <laughs> reference, yeah, in case anybody's have... wondering. And, and this, is, this is our first trilogy, you know? I guess you can call this a trilogy, because... Uh, I mean, we, it goes down in the annuals of famous trilogies like Star Wars, Lord of the Back, Rings, Lord of the Rings, Back to the Future, the Porky's uh-huh. trilogy. You know, all the classics. And um, uh, why don't why don't you go ahead and uh, stop keeping the people in suspense and let them know what we are going to tackle 
Well, different. I believe it was, was it two years ago that we did uh, Devil and Miss Jones? Uh, our live commentary? Was it behind the green door? I, wasn't it last year we did Devil and Miss Jones, or was it behind the green door in the garage? I think behind the green door was the first one we did, and Devil and Miss Jones was the second one we did. I don't know. One yeah. of our live summer um, commentaries was the Devil and Miss, the original Gerard Damiano, 1974 the devil and miss jones the you know the the groundbreaking twilight zone-esque dark pornography so now we are completing the trilogy as it were because i'm i'm sure i i think it goes up to nine or now whatever oh, yeah. it goes up to... the, the name of it or whatever but this this I'm ca- I don't count anything after this. There's even a part five by Gregory Dark, but it's just sort of a weird low budget effort. I the, these three movies were like very intentionally made, and I'm talking about Devil and Miss Jones Part Two from 1982 by director Henri Pachard, yeah. the Devil and Miss Jones Part Three and Four. Uh, part three being a new beginning and part four being the final outrage but they were really they're really one movie they're one long ass porn movie it was just too long there was just no way they were going to sell it in in a so we're counting it as one movie is devil and miss jones part three four directed by the infamous gregory dark oh you can reference back to our um episode about gregory dark where we talked about new age hookers his his launch into the pornography scene but not his opus uh, according to you no i think this is i think this is definitely his porn pinnacle as far as uh, as artistic and career wise well you had mentioned to me that we had always planned to go up to four on this and you said well two three and four really can count as like one movie and uh yeah. Uh, now I, I three think and four that, can two's yeah, its own four thing. can, but like uh, two two is a is a totally um, you know it, it's not it's not a Dark Brothers uh, movie, or nor is it a Gerard Damiano movie yeah, either. Exactly. So the only thing that it strings it, you know, to uh, together is is you know the the whole devil in Miss Jones. Uh, storyline. It's sort it's a, of. It's it's a direct, it's a direct sequel. It starts yeah. out with the the original actress yeah. in hell. And you know that and Ron Jeremy, who seems to make his way into every. He made it into movie. both these both of these ones just <laughs> as random characters. In his hairiness. Yes, he uh, actually he actually got more of a more of a role in part three and four, like more of a character role. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, of course, well, Ron Jeremy would be in hell. Yeah, so, but but they were um, they they were they were fun fun to watch, and uh, you know if we're gonna look at the Devil and Miss Jones Part Two, was it it's still the eighties, and and is this the classic? Would people say the eighties is is the classic decade of porn? Would you say that's the truth, or would you still go with the 70s? No, I would go with the 70s. The 80s had its moments, but, like, I find, like, actually, I'm, <laughs> for doing this show, I'm not a big fan of, like, porn movies. Like, I think most of them are crap as in they're boring, not, like, super sexy stuff. And in the 80s... The industry was the industry peaked and became like almost like a parallel Hollywood in you know in its in its production and stuff you know levels it it, it really but it it became kind of bland you know there was just sort of a formula for making uh, for what kind of sex you would see and yeah, stuff see like your, that in an eighties movie. Your poolside sex, your cable repairman sex, right? Your yeah, there, there, it, it was very. uh, We're talking when they still did it on film. Once it went to video, it was pure like coke, sweat, (laughs) porn, you know. But like, yeah, you know. But the one, the ones that were like 
you know, a production, you know, that's sort of like the the spawn of more of Debbie Dutt. This is this movie owes more, I think, to Debbie Does Dallas than, say, you know, uh, the, the original Devil and Miss Jones, because it's a total light comedy. And yeah. I, I, I think it's actually I don't remember what year it was, but I'm sure it was before 1982. And do you remember the Warren Beatty movie? Uh, Heaven Can Wait. Oh, yeah, Heaven I do. But what was it? Give, give me the quick. Uh, what was it about? Sorry, I know. It was I know a football player. Yeah. OK. Who got pushed down into the well by his wife. Her, his wife was Diane Cannon. And I think she was cheating with him with Charles Grodin. I think that and was they it. push him. They murder him. But he wasn't supposed to die. And he gets to heaven and they say, look, we this was a mix up. You know, we'll put you back. And he's trying to get, you know, he's trying to, he, he he's trying, I don't know if he's trying to get his wife back, or I, he may fall in love with another woman, a different that, woman. It was one of those HBO movies. It was, on, it was on HBO a lot. I saw, I remember seeing it in the theater with my parents, like when I was a little a kid. I wasn't, I, I probably, I wasn't that little, but I remember seeing, maybe I did see it on HBO, but I remember seeing it quite a bunch of times and i think this movie is sort of like they're uh, like a play on a parody of heaven can wait you know it's it is exactly it's very very similar in the plot and i'll go over the plot real quick um for those of you who may not have seen it and may want to compare it to the devil and miss jones uh justine jones in a continuation of the devil and miss jones part one is frustrated in hell course she is it's, it's fucking hell uh she makes a sexual deal with the devil himself to earn a return to earth as an immortal human however in earning her escape lucifer falls in love with her he doesn't want to but he can't admit it because he's the devil the story gets underway as he tries to place her soul in numerous bodies on earth that are increasingly removed from opportunities for sex in order to jealously deny her the one thing she craves. He finally tries the body of a nun, but this brings him into conflict with him. The big guy. The big guy, resulting in a humorous finale. Now, this movie was just a comedy from the minute you um you started watching it to the end i mean it was it was one of those one of those those porn movies that that, that was just fun to watch and you told me about it that it that it was a comedy i mean when we were in high school we rented part one and part two so we watched part one and we're just like oh okay yeah and then we put part two in and that opening <laughs> gag where she's where she's sitting on cyrano's nose which is oh, a dick my God. And she, and then the orgasm police, which are guys in dick suits, come to stop her from having her organ, or organism, orgasm. The, and then as she's being spirited away, Cyrano with his with his prosthetic nose, like slowly, like going flaccid, goes, "Give him hell, Mrs. Jones." And, Mrs. Jones. And the two uh, dick guards have these phallus helmets on and i think there, there was only two i guess they could only they did a really good job on a helmet i mean i gotta tell you those were great helmets and i think they're they hilarious two. yeah yeah and and the whole thing about being in hell is what makes it bad is there's you know there's all kinds of sex but you can't climax you're not allowed to come in hell you can't you just can't you're not allowed to do it and of course there's all these famous evil people from history you can see cleopatra and and marie antoinette um, marie antoinette and they're all there and of course you know justine jones is so hot that she makes the devil come but when he does it's like a flame of of fire it's like a, like a combination flamethrower fourth of july sparkler yeah it just <laughs> shoots out of of him and and being the devil, he's kind enough to give her warning and be like, get off me. Yeah, don't do it. You know? I don't know. I think the real devil would be just like. <laughs> so so when you watch this for the first time, 
in high school, were you expecting number – how much did you know about number two? Or did you Nothing. just expect it to be kind of uh, – because we all know number one was, was kind of deep, you know? And we had no way of doing any kind of research whatsoever on porn movies. Like, we ca- I couldn't IMDB it, you know? Yeah, what I that's mean? true. We had no idea. All we knew about was the, you know, the, the, the box art that had been cut out and put in the book that you could get from behind the, the thing. So we just got part one and part two because why not? You know, if we're going to watch them, we might as well watch both parts, right? And uh, let me tell you, the, the mood of the room changed radically from this movie <laughs> because this movie is actually funny. It's, it's, it's not like drop dead hilarious but it's got good jokes in it it's got good writing and as far as storyline this like the devil and his advocate go very good acting yeah yeah uh, very good acting um for for uh this type of flick man i i i um... jack jack wrangler as the devil reminds me of like a sort of California adult contemporary American version of like Malcolm McDowell, you know, just that sort of bored. Yeah, I mean, he's the, he's bored. This whole thing ahead of him, but he's like this California guy in his bathrobe, just like ah, hey, I'm the devil. I'm the this this mellow guy, you know. I'm not a bad guy. I'm just More doing my job. More importantly, is he really doesn't do his job. His lawyer or his or his assistant well, pretty much does. This is everything. what they never get right with the story when they tell the story of this one. This whole movie is about the the advocate, um, basically influencing Lucifer to abdi. You know, he plants the idea of abdication in his head by using the word abdication and saying, oh, it's not quitting, it's abdicating. That's what kings oh, do. Yeah, yeah. And he just drops the idea into, into Lucifer's head. So really, you know, Lucifer's losing his game, but the, the his his um, advocate is, he's hungry. You know, he's got the eye of the tiger, so he's a lot more deceptive than Lucifer is. Lucifer's, like, downright passive in this one, you know? He's not out to really fuck with anybody or even be mean to anybody. No, no. The only thing, the only like ethical thing I had as it was, is, as he's putting her into these other bodies. What happened to the other girls? Their souls are gone. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's, and they're supposed to be like nice. Well, for most of them, are supposed to be nice. You know, in the context of the good and evil of the story, they're supposed to be like. Tupperware, you know, virgin Tupperware salesmen or women and uh, nuns at one point. <laughs> and and wasn't the first one a, a was a, a hooker? Yes, yeah, so first one was a prostitute. Which you know, definitely is not one he's going to want to put uh, her soul into if he wants her to be spend a life of celibacy. You know, right? But well, that was the original plan. Is she wanted yeah. to have a lot of sex, so we'll put her in a prostitute. But he's like, ah, I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah, I can't have this. And then he comes up with the dumbest plan of all. He's like, well, we'll just put her in these other bodies as if it wouldn't be her in those bodies anyway. You know, he should have put her in in like a quadriplegic <laughs> or something, you know, like somebody was comatose or something, you know. That's if you something, really, that, that's that's something the, that's that the thing that the devil would do, right? Yeah, exactly, you know. But instead, then the, he puts her in the, the hooker. And then the next was uh, Private Parts, who is a woman soldier and I also think this might have been time. Yes, Benjamin, because she's a blonde woman. And this is a genius idea. It's like, oh, all right, like Georgina Spelvin, the original Miss Jones, get kind of old. She's not the greatest actress, you know. She sort of chews her scenes in this doing comedy. She's just sort of like rah 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 rah, like re- like reading her lines, kind of like. Uh, John Waters right. style. Yeah. But it, it's like, yeah, now we can get all the hot young, you know, up and coming porn actresses and they all get to be Justine Jones. And the and the I don't know the actress's name who played the hooker at the beginning really got her like the way she just sort of talks all the time. <laughs> well, you know what it is 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 that he made her the Doctor Who of porn. Yes. That, that you can 
regenerate you you can regenerate in in any different body that that you is want. Is there like, a Doctor Who porn out there? Oh my God, I'm sure there is. There has I to be. But I hope I would have found it by now. Yeah, you weren't looking for it. Come on. No, I was not looking for it, but you would think it would be very popular. <laughs> I'm sure it would. My God. Since now, especially, they've established a Doctor Who can be a man or a woman. Yeah, and of course, you know, it's always bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Oh my God, the bigger on the inside jokes are just like they write themselves, man. They... <laughs> the sonic screwdriver or the sonic screw. Oh my <laughs> God. Just... Ejaculate! Ejaculate! <laughs> Writes itself. Oh, God. We're definitely going to have to look into that for sure. So, that, that <laughs> Devil and Miss Jones 2, a fun movie. Uh, I, 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 I liked it. I, actually, it was... I, I, I think I even maybe liked it in a little bit better than The Devil and Miss Jones, which, which you know, it's a classic. Yeah. It's two different things, but... But it was just trying to be. It wasn't trying to be deep. It was trying to be funny, and it, and I and you, there were some good laughs on that. But then we go into the world of the Devil in Miss Jones three, a Dark Brothers <laughs> presentation. Now, do you think that these guys, basically Gregory Dark? I mean, did he just jumped at the opportunity? To, to pick this up I mean was this made for him the uh, how exactly yeah, I mean probably nobody get... else knew it except for him but yeah it, this I mean for for one it gives him uh, like this is the perfect for the surrealism for non-erotic sex because you're in hell um, minimal sets um, oh, yeah, it was basically, it looked like I was watching a porn filmed on the set of Land of the Lost. Right. Jack for, Baker, the, 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 from, from New, New Wave Hookers. Now, New Wave Hookers was just like an excuse to have sex scenes. This goddamn yeah. thing has some thought put into it. Like, whereas part two was, had some, like, produ some good production value in it, nicely shot nicely acted it was it was a fully like top tier porn film and like mid-tier like regular film this guy i mean his production values are up he shoots on film you know always but up until a point um but boy this had some work put into it even they could have just had this be a series of surreal sex scenes which it is it is you know it it's definitely goes into to uh dante's descent into yes. hell's way but we can get into that but i'm so glad that that we watched the dark brothers new wave hookers before i watched this because you definitely know that this is a gregory dark movie i mean it it had a chance for him to do all of the the touches that he likes to put in his movies the interracial stuff the tight 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 shots and the things going up the butt oh my god i mean unless uh, lois aries okay yeah fantastic hair holy <laughs> now, 80s hair uh, not the best actress not the best speaker she sounded like someone out of queens and uh, she probably is but very 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 i i that is you can't get more 80s hair than that but very very attractive um i think she had i i agree with you on her acting talent yeah but i think she had <coughs> and just from watching the movie maybe she hated him but her and jack baker had some chemistry you know there's the scene where he first meets her on earth and he's he's a pimp and he's just like they're they're doing a bunch of ho um puns back and forth yeah. what is a hoe and is is a hoe a garden tool is a hoe a girl or uh you know yeah they they definitely i i think they probably and she called it he called her a hoe and she called him a spade yeah and, uh, he and... he looks like he, 
he's just a fun guy to be around. I mean, he's just insane. The whole movie, insane. I mean, we should probably get into a little bit of the plot here. Um, as it were. Yeah, as it were. I mean, uh, Lois Aries plays uh, Miss Jones again. Uh, and she is depressed because her boyfriend is not paying attention to her and she's calling her boyfriend her boyfriend is in the middle of shaving this humongous 80s bush and talking to talking to uh to her on the phone and what a dangerous scene i couldn't help but i i it must have not been a razor in that thing it must have just been for show because my god and and she goes out she's depressed she's angry and she's blonde and massive Amazonian woman goes to a bar, picks up a guy at the bar whose wife left him at the altar. They're having sex and she dies or supposedly dies. Well, she dies with her with her head getting banged on a headboard so hard that it that it causes some kind of a concussion and she's gone. And next thing you know, she's in hell. And she wants to get out of hell, of course, because, you know, she's in hell naked. And, and hell is just, like I was saying, a set of Land of the Lost. And she meets her uh, her guide to hell, uh, the character by the name of Negro. That's all he goes by in the movie. And that's our friend. What's his name again? Uh, Jack Baker. Jack Baker, who was who is probably... Uh, Gregory Dark's Divine uh, because he is just nuts in this movie and he proceeds to take her through different rooms or different levels of hell to try and get her out of hell she's got to go through all of these different rooms and each room ha is a theme and if you can imagine that's where the movie takes takes off from there and it is surreal from the first moment when the someone rides in piggyback on a on a girl and you hear horse sounds they dubbed in horse neighs the the, and... the the sound design in this movie is over now i noticed the sound i think maybe they started running out of money because by the end of part four pig head the sound the, the there's a little the sound design has gone a little downhill like the backgrounds are sometimes just stock like you know, like a, a stock crowd sound or something. But in a lot of this, there, it is the sound, especially during the porn, but even when they're having dialogue, there's people howling and screaming in the background and animal noises and outdoor noises. And it's oh, just yeah. a, always a collage of, of disturbing sort of sound effects in the background that add greatly to the... Yeah, you're right. There the is definitely a, a drop in um in the I mean from the first shower scene where you can see Lois Aries taking a shower to, you know, the song A Christian Girl's Problems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> by the gleaming spires and 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 she looks nice she looks nice taking a shower, I'll tell you that. I think her hair looks a lot better when it was wet, to be honest with you. But it's the eighties, so this hair how would you describe her hair in this if if to anyone that hasn't seen it? It's that 80s sort of, it's not a buzz cut, but it's that like high shaved, I guess they'd have to like starch it up or something, you know, yeah. to get standing straight up. It's a very, it's, it's not quite, it's more new, it's like very new age, the pointy sort of new age girl's haircut, you know, frizz, frizzed out, bleached blonde. It, and, it's and, tough to describe, you're going to have to look it up. But, so it's like a like a like a light kid and play yeah. <laughs> sort of sort of shape you know what do you think of the kind of documentary style um format of this where they would they would interview you know she, she was she was missing uh so they would interview like former classmates ex-boyfriends clergymen family members uh they would the, the scenes would be broken up with these interviews kind of almost like the office tv show these little yeah, interviews the white background 
Yeah, where they would interview these people, and you know, they had a lesbian saying, eh, "She loved women. She hated men." You know, and then... she was the worst actress of all of them. She just, she over, she just kind of overplayed the the angry lesbian a little too much. But yeah. then again, it's the Dark Brothers. Well, yeah, so. a lot of lesbians are angry. You don't have to really overplay it. Just be yourself, man. Be right. Yourself. You don't have to say everything through gritted teeth. It was very much that time period's like stereotype of the a- angry lesbian woman, masculine lesbian woman in, in leather. Yeah. She hated men. Hated them. And men are assholes, you know? Her husband was an asshole. Her boyfriend, a real asshole. Just chew. Every everybody was sort of chewing there. Like the priest was doing a Father Guido Sarducci. Oh, absolutely, it was a Father Guido Sarducci. It was definitely a product of its time because Guido Sarducci was big back in the in those days, you know. So and, he was. Yeah, and they're doing the thing of like you know you get everybody's different point of view on her. You know the pre oh she was a good a bo- good girl you know and uh, always listened to her father and blah yeah. blah blah like oh she was a real slut and her brother who's like an odd mental case himself is you know he's also talking like just bitterly and angrily sort of like the lesbian woman and it's supposed to be like you know those documentaries where you see that stuff but it's since it's the Dark Brothers I'm guessing a lot of it was like improvisation with a little bit of direction because it all just goes in weird fucking oh, directions yeah. like, her brother's time. like she was you know she was fascinated with black people and was like doing an anthropological study where she she determined that black people were superior well, that, be dark again yeah they were superior yeah. to white men in all you know in all ways and then you know the superior race all around and he's getting all bitter about it <laughs> she wasn't in, but she wasn't into black guys you know it's, it's just crazy and then then there was the um the ex-boyfriend who was like no she was a good girl i like it he, he was great he was just period his polyester little shirt on and just just and and then you know you could you could hear toward the end little little dark things that were going on between oh she loved her father her father we'll get yeah. into that, uh, an episode <laughs> there but which just but i i want to get back to to jack baker here who plays Negro in this. And Once again, carries this movie on his back. Like, there's uh, a lot of great things about this movie, but boy, oh boy, he is the greatest thing about it. He is just a force of nature. Yeah, I mean, when you see him dressed in clear plastic and tries to get uh, Justine to, to put on a plastic raincoat to get into this next room, trust me, you're going to need it. You're going to need it. Ah! You know, and uh, he does he does steal he does steal the show. He is he just, does this like over the top pimp step and fetch it, but it's all done in a very performative, sarcastic way, and to the point of where you're like, this guy could very well be the devil anyway. You know, is yeah. As far as uh, we actually meet the devil, but we'll we'll get to that later. He's he's uh, very disappointing devil not much not much going on with the devil and this devil and miss jones no. as far as like this is the devil when they present him but yeah he's just he gives you something to think about because he's like he just throws the stereotypes in your face from every every second you know and he just works as hard as he can to make himself the most just like just like most disturbing I don't want to say repugnant because he's hilarious oh yeah but he does this like (laughs) slurp thing (laughs) (laughs) that he's constantly just getting right up in her face and just being like blah 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 slurp 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 and it's so creepy and great yeah it it it, it is, and you know, from the first time that he escorts her into the first room of hell, which happens to be the voyeur room, where the ultimate just, voyeurs, you, know, you are forced to watch people having intercourse until the end of time. 
you know that that's the that's the first one we get to see uh amber lynn in uh in that scene there and that that's the first room that that she has to go through she this is that yeah, that's sort of the inf- the the double penetration scene in this was a sort of infamous scene in in porn history, I guess. That was with the double dong, wasn't it? It was it was like the second the second act that came out as yeah the the there were there were two guys. Okay, I'm pen- trying to remember penetrating her. I'm trying to remember which room had the huge double dong, the huge phallus that both girls were were. were... That was that was the taboo room oh my god yeah it that i that i couldn't i was just watching i said i didn't even know they made stuff like that for god's sakes you know that was a weird one because they're like this is a one that's in where the people were into weird kinky shit but you didn't really know what was kinky about what they were doing it was people having sex but you're like who are you know and that's where that's where Ron Jeremy was, and he oh, was Ron, one that, of Justine's old dates who yeah. was total perv. Another constant in all of the movies is good old Ron Jeremy in his hairy, hairy, hairy splendor, and and this movie did have a lot of hair, a dark, a, you know, just like the Dark Brothers. They, they sweaty, uh, greasy hair. They aren't yeah. afraid to put that camera in place. Matted hair. Never, never, never. I mean, you're looking at. Ron Jeremy's hair going down from his ass to his balls yeah. to yeah. his oh Jesus Ron. Let's just say like like New Age hookers, this was not filmed to be erotic. No, that definitely all. was not filmed to be erotic. It has the sex scenes in it. They're just like that. I'll give this to it for not being erotic. They are at least crazy enough and filmed and the sound design adds layers to it when when we get into the other room the slut man yes with vanessa del rio just having sex with you know there's guys just like mounding over her and they're they're and these what dario just said the 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 slut men how would you describe the slut man they had like deformed faces similar to that twilight zone episode where the people were operating on the yeah, you know, she's yeah, yeah. hideous you that's know that's what it looks like that that would might have been one of the most disturbing rooms was the was this the the slut man room you know uh and you know and she actually i think i think she she joined in in the slut man room uh so i yeah she got she got like drawn to it at the beginning and then it was like a big Vanessa Del Rio scene that goes on for a long time and it's just these guys are in rain like plastic raincoats and they're coming out of a hole in the wall like on all fours and just sort of like jumping on her with with lots of animal especially squealy pig sounds and snorts and slobbers and they just basically climb on her till they 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 shoot their load and then she'll like basically push them off and they'll go like scampering back into the hole and another one will come out and plop back onto the and she'd been there what like 13 years or something like that well there were fly there's five slut men and they were basically taking turns uh coming in and out of the coming in and out of the um of holes in the wall right right pig noises and gold chains deformed faces uh just just it's just moist yeah just sweaty and and all the this is all as a matter of fact she's like what are we doing you know i'm having a dream i mean you know this is hell it looks like an abandoned it just looks like an old dark warehouse you know with sets in it which is exactly what it was but once you add that sound design you know it's just the simplest of simple lit sets little rooms and uh it works yeah it 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 worked in a in a a weird way man but i i just wish that 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 she wouldn't have been so snotty 
They, they, I, that got old to me. She was just everything she said was just snotty, snotty. snotty. It, it worked the times with. Jack I think that was maybe the only tone they could really get out of her that worked. She had that one part at the end where he's just like, "Look, I, if and she's like, okay, tell me what I gotta do or whatever." Yes. <laughs> and that, that was it. You know, every uh, everything else, she's just like, I think maybe that actress. I think snide was her angry and snide was her the only tone that she really wanted to hit which it's the dark brothers once again they 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 don't don't want i mean she's the lead character nobody's a pleasant character though. <laughs> nobody's a sympathetic character in this although she really wasn't like a bad person in life or whatever i had only seen photographs of her in odd movies and maybe the occasional moaning sound i was never really expected to you know, you never. It's like the first time you, you meet your favorite like radio DJ in person. Right. You, you, you're looking at it, you go, well, I don't really think that's what they should look like. It's kind of the reverse here. You're like, well, I didn't really think that he should sound like, like Cindy Lauper, kind of. You know, like. And, yeah, like a really like, pissed off Cindy Lauper. Yeah, pissed and, off, all the time. Yes, and. But you know this movie here, lots is, she gets lots of dialogue too. Now when you when you get to the devil in Joe, the devil in Miss Jones, uh, part four. Uh, this was all one movie. I mean, they must have just chopped it up just to just to try and. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think they had to wait three years like. It was going to be three hours back. long if. If, if they would have cut it into one movie, it would have been a three-hour porn movie, and I don't think people want to go to three-hour... who go to porn movies will... I don't... would have gone, gone to a three-hour porn movie, you know? I don't I don't think that we had to wait three years for the part four to come out. Like No, I think they Star came Wars. out, like, within months of each other, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it was... They filmed it all at once, so... And they, they even actually showed for the previews quite a bit of what was going to happen in in part four to make sure that you're going to come back (laughs) for the devil in miss jones for the final outrage they got to pad 10 minutes on the the end and on the front of part three and four with like and now scenes from less you know the last episode i really liked the intro to um to part four with the narrator going and now Yes. Yeah. It just just ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's, I, I I love his whole. You know, nobody made any. You know, it's, the closest. It's the best you're gonna do till David Lynch makes a porn, and that's that would that's gonna be a hard movie to watch, and probably, ten times less erotic. <laughs> oh no. And 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 you know the the movie. I'll line up to see it, but. Our, our references with the with the fuck me fuck me was how we left the devil and miss jones uh part three uh where in order to move on she I'm, has i'm gonna cl- slightly correct you it's suck me was it suck me yes oh okay well i'm not gonna i always thought it was fuck me okay that's what right. she did no she sucked yeah. him though she didn't fuck him though oh okay yeah you're you're right and he had like this um <laughs> He, what was he was wearing this awful it's almost like a silver gumby suit or something with, with little would look, look like it had that little uh stuff you spray in the wall to insulate the wall like you know they didn't exactly <laughs> break the bank making the, the props for this no he was like in a silver jumpsuit with this weird headpiece yeah and it's... just the basically like he was almost like a robot he was just basically laying there sort of wobbling his arms and legs like a baby going suck me suck me and now i can't believe he sucked me and not fuck me okay and and they had to uh and and oh. that was that was your gateway into that, her final yep you know, room of hell that was how the movie ended you know just just like uh just like the empire strikes back you know they left you hanging there <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> they left you hanging with your hand down your pants going what what come on not another sequel and and we had to wait until uh, 1986 i believe was when the devil and miss jones the uh 
4 came out. Uh, and it picks up right where it left off. You know, she does what she has to do to get to the to get to the next room. And you start getting more and more into the interviews and you start finding out there's something dark going on. And and part four takes a disturbing, dark, dark, dark fucking turn that 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 you can start to to hear how much she loved her daddy and how close she was to her daddy. And I'm sitting there going, oh, no, please don't go there. Don't don't do that. Don't. You know what's going to happen. Yes. Yeah, you know what you know what's going to happen. And so you're she's she's forced to to relive. There may have been another room before the I think there. Oh, oh there was the racist room where oh that's right how could we forget the racist room where 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 one man was a racist and uh, that gave gregory dark his best opportunity to uh wasn't there like a like a an african like like jungle jungle room too that that you had well, all no, the, there, there there were two couple there were two sets of people having sex in the racist room oh the southern and one belle. was like a southern belle and two yep. black guys were were having having Rats their way hurt. with her and then the other guy was just you know just a guy who was a racist he had a he had a little nazi patch on and he said that you know he in life he swore he would never have any sex with anybody who wasn't white so he was having sex with an asian girl and very light light yeah like very light-skinned black girl which doesn't seem like a huge uh punishment for everybody was enjoying themselves so it just didn't seem very punishy in the like taboo room everybody there was having their weird kinky sex but they were all gonna have venereal diseases because (laughs) of it in this one, it was just like, okay, you said you hated, you know, non-white girls. Now you're doomed to have sex with them two at a time. Yeah, here you and, go. And then he was just like, and then it was probably ten minutes later. He was like, oh, okay, this isn't too bad. And you know, and then he's like, oh wait, I mean, really? This is my punishment for eternity? Okay. Yeah. You know. Hey, not too so bad. And then this. Just this sort is of where... don't throw me in the briar patch sort of punishment. Yeah, and then this is where our friend Negro has the best line in the whole movie, according to me, is looks like, I'm <laughs> crazy, Negro. I'll chew off my arm. Arr, he just starts biting his arm, which I probably just just unscripted, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, yeah, just, just him doing his thing. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. And then Jessica walks, uh, and the, um, Justine walks into this room. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. No one ever survives. And sure enough, you walk into that room, and I knew it was coming. There's the old man, her dad. And there she is in little girl pigtail saying, Daddy, are we going to play the the sexy game? Secret game or something, game? yeah. And yeah, oh, yeah. And then it, I'm going, no, no, please don't do this. Don't do this. But they do. They do. The old man... Her father is, and she's forced to watch it, you know, and she watches the whole thing. And and, and the old man is like, <sighs> isn't just like an old, like older fatherly porn actor. He's, he looks like the guy from uh, like American, is it American Gothic? The, the farmer yeah. with his wife there. He looks just like, well, he, but he, uh, down on his luck and boozed up a little bit. Oh yeah. And he had so. boxer shorts on and he's banging her through his, through his old man boxers, you know, and, and. Oh, Jesus Christ! You know, and and that's hell. That that to me is is the darkest part of this silly little movie, uh, because the the ending we had mentioned was, you know, they go through a few more interviews, you know, and then the camera turns, and the devil is. A head sitting on top of a, you know, somebody sitting in a pillar with their head sticking out of a hole. Yeah. Going, Hi, head, how are you? Your head sticking out of a hole. Hi, how are you? And 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 but then but then you wonder if if that was the devil or if it was the or if it was Negro because because they pan and they show a shot of him and he's just he's the interviewee. He's the guy that's that's interviewing. Well, that's the, the second. There's the first stinger as she wakes up. They're, yeah, they're like yeah. this is when they meet the hi how are you head that's yeah. their fight that's your like and yeah. that reminded me of this book not 
Dante's Inferno, but another book that was based on Dante's Inferno, where they at the end you met Satan and you just like crawled down. He, he just ate you, and that you could crawl down his, through his digestive tract and he'd poop you out uh, back on Earth. <laughs> but uh, but you know, so she gets to go. She wakes up in the bed next to the guy she picked up at the bar. She kind of yells at him, and he's like, "Jesus, so let me just take a piss." And then she's just just starting to think. Ah, uh, you know what? Maybe I'm being too hard on this guy, and that's when who comes out of the bathroom instead of the guy? Our old buddy Negro going, ha ha ha! You still in hell? Ha ha ha! You still in hell? Yeah. And uh, another throwback to the Devil and Miss Jones, where where what you think is going to happen really isn't going to happen, and 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 that's where that's where it ends. And and how could you how could you you get better? How could you top any of those three movies? I, I don't think you could. I, I don't think it's it's even no. going into uh, part part five. It goes up to part seven or eight. Or and then you said there was actually another dark uh, Dark Brothers. Um, yeah, it was called Devil and Miss Jones Part Five or whatever. But it was just Gregory Dark doing surreal porn on video with a lot of green screen. It's not a conceived. That, you know, you could go, you you could go look it up and check it out, but you'll see real quick, go like, oh, okay, this is like his direct-to-video sort of. There's no storyline or anything. It's just a co- collection of semi-surreal, shot-on-video, way lower-budget production. Whereas I take these three, these three movies, I almost want to compare to the 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 first four alien movies which okay. were each one is like their own counting three and four is one movie is a trilogy each one is their own thing and is the vision of each director and all three they put a lot of work into you know having an idea behind it you know and uh, and each one has a completely different feel and atmosphere to it. So it's uh, the, the, it's the, these are like as a group of I mean, you can find a million, you know, like anal sluts part 15, you know, if you want to call that a franchise or whatever. But as far as the porn franchises go, this one's really like legitimately interesting all three movies are like legitimately watchable and discussable other than like ooh, that was hot or that was not you know they they all have something going on yeah and for me just to see lois uh aries man she just a knock i i you know, i wanted to look up and see what what she's how she's uh she's aging or what she's looking like these days i probably should have done that but i but i uh i didn't i didn't so just leave me <laughs> the internet's always out there dario it's always out there, out but there. I, didn't, I didn't wanna like you know i didn't wanna you yeah. might write you might you might be serving her cocktails on the plane one day oh yeah you never know you, you never I, I i'm betting that she probably has a different hairstyle though by know? now yes but you never know. But the, you know, I mean, that hairstyle she has, and your like older sassy Karen type of mom, these days you can see the evolution of it into it. So you can see her not being far off. I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, for, I'd say for her and Jack Baker's performance in this, is as crazy as you think that you can picture him being, just tacked ten times more. Yeah crazy on yeah no this is a it's a it's his performance is a masterpiece and and the ending dark 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 but with the whole daddy thing but daddy love is always going to be sick and dark man it always is i i i would hope so (laughs) that's the that's the uh, then listen, Daddy Love, we're talking yeah, about anyway. Woody Allen type of action going on, but this is yeah, even Woody Allen. But it's been darker than anything Woody Allen. Yeah. Yeah, but this is so <laughs> so get get your hands on that on this movie just just for those. Um, I forgot to mention the the severed pig head too, that was talking at the end there going rawr, 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 and like holy yep. 
fuck. Yeah, when when Negro's describing his vision. Oh, his vision. Oh my god, what a stupid. Everything was, and it was in the butt. There was a giant butt with a disembodied dildo hanging out of it. In the butt. What are you talking about? You're making no sense. <laughs> Everything was in the butt. In yep. the butt. Oh, dear God. Definitely not your first time. Technology. But but fun, fun, fun to watch. That's all I can really come up to say with about this. Uh, it. You told me to watch them all. And I, I knocked them all out in in uh, one afternoon. I wanted to watch them on the airplane when I was working, but I decided not to. Because even though it was a red eye, I decided the best thing to do is probably just wait till I get home because I don't need <laughs> you need that on your record. Yeah, I don't. But uh, but yeah, it was it was it was fun <laughs> to watch. I'm I'm I, I'm glad that uh, that we finally we got the Devil and Miss Jones off of our bucket list. Yeah. If if my boss pulled if, if if like they pulled up like Devil and Miss Jones two and they said explain this you could explain that yeah. Devil and Miss Jones three and four have a harder time yeah, that's <laughs> like, why we're here Devil and Miss Jones two is like the date Devil and Miss Jones movies <laughs> whereas part one and part four and or three and four are the yeah don't don't bring a date yeah th- and that's why we're here so we watch them so so. You can go to the water cooler tomorrow and discuss uh, the the severed pig head and putting yeah. things in the butt and the, the the double the double dong, which is another reason why you definitely have to see this movie. Your coworkers so, will thank you for this for this kind of discussion in the workplace. They they definitely will. Either either that or uh, or you'll be involved in the Me Too movement on the wrong side. So be careful with that. But there you have it, the Devil and Miss Jones uh, trilogy. Yes, we finally closed it off. Who knows what we'll be doing next? And oh. I swear to you guys, next year we we'll, we'll get to Fallicide. We'll get to the we'll get to the mystery tapes. We we've we've stored them away safely. We have a game plan. Uh, the fear of what's in them will only grow <laughs> as our imagination tries to like anticipate what it's going to be. We'll have to Poss- have possibly to be disappointed, possibly to be disgusted beyond tears. We don't know. You'll have to break out the old um, Star Trek episode countdown clock. That would pick, and maybe we could just do a do a day by day countdown until we uh, <laughs> until Fallicide. <laughs> until fa- <laughs> countdown to Fallicide. Countdown to Fallicide. One sounds year, like two days. Yeah, sounds like a big concert coming to town. Fallicide, Fallicide, Fallicide. Yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get. Um, I've tried to I tried to look up Fallicide and see if there was anything written about it, but no, it didn't exist in anywhere where anybody wrote anything down about it, which is yeah. I'll I'll uh, I'll definitely get the T-shirts made on the back. It'll have just like one <laughs> presentation. Two right. gardens. That's it. <laughs> it won't have any other. June fifteenth, the June, mouth. That's it. June sixteenth, the butt. Garage <laughs> number nine. That's it. Two gardens. No other venues. Get your tickets now. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. 
Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. Sweet and light, wouldn't you be interested in a high-paying career in the glamour field of chicken? <laughs>